When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And now you've got the running back saying he won't be in camp, won't show up until he's got that reasonable deal. So these two sides basically are in a stare down. They haven't spoken since last week. Look, something could always get done before training camp, but they haven't come close so far, and there's no reason to think that they will get close before camp begins. Thus, here comes a storyline in Minnesota. Juicy stuff from Adam Schefter, whose sources are telling him that Dalvin Cook is going to sit out. We're going to get to Courtney Cronin here, our friend from ESPN.com, who covers the Vikings after we talk about Federated Insurance. Federated is here to help business owners. My sources tell me that Federated is here to help you business owners with a really, really tumultuous and crazy 90-day period here where communication to employees could be different than it was, where the way that you go about reopening your business could uh, involve multiple steps. If you're looking for trusted resources as a business owner, go to federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to get those resources. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Welcome to Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing. And let's get right to it. Courtney Cronin, our friend, from ESPN.com and also a longtime friend of Purple Daily. How much leverage does Dalvin Cook even really have with what has come out here in the last 24 hours, Courtney? Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you guys for having me. It's been a minute. Um, I think the, the thing here is that why now? Like, typically... If somebody's going to, going to announce a holdout, we typically don't get an idea about that until closer to training camp. I mean, look at the Texans last year with Jadavian Clowney. Like at this time, it was, yeah, he's probably going to get there. Uh, we're probably anticipating he's not showing up for camp without a new deal, but it wasn't like he announced it or his agent representation, whomever announced it in June 8th of last year. I mean, it's just that's the thing that's like a little bit of a mind, mind uh, blowing, just realizing, okay, like all these weeks before training camp, the state of the world, the circumstances surrounding everything right now. I mean, Mike Zimmer doesn't have a contract extension either. Anthony Harris's deal hasn't been worked out. They haven't signed a single freaking player from their draft class. Right. Um, <laughs> it's just like none of this makes sense, at least just in terms of the timeline. But, you know, Cook uh, has been, you know, an active participant in the virtual offseason program, the stuff they're doing over, you know, the computer um, but is no longer going to participate until he gets a new deal. Like, I think, you know, you can respect the holdout because that's what you have to do in terms of leverage for yourself. 
uh, to protect yourself if you don't have the deal that you want. But with Cook's leverage, I mean, you can look at the stats. You can look at, like, his impact on the field. Like, here's a good one. He played 31 games in his career, including the playoffs, and his production can be directly tied to the Vikings' success over the last three seasons because since 2017, the Vikings are 12-3 and when Cook has at least 100 yards from scrimmage in a game and 6-9-1 and when he has fewer than 100 yards. You can pull every stat in the book like that to back the case of you need to pay him what he is deserving of. Um, and I think Dalvin should get paid. I think he can make top running back, top five running back money, not the upper echelon of a Christian McCaffrey, but um, he's deserving of being paid like he is a fa- one of the faces of the franchise. Um, but where things stand right now, I mean, the Vikings kind of have most of the leverage here. A, they were blindsided by this yesterday. Sources I've spoken with, uh, they had no clue this was coming out. So they're kind of like, well, what the heck's going on here? B, like, they're not in any rush to do this. Like, these things typically happen right before training camp. Go back the last few years. Stephon Diggs was July 31st because he screwed up my 28th birthday, which was August 1st. I was supposed to be golfing that day. And um, because of the Diggs contract and it came down the day before, I was working all day. So thanks, Stefan. You're not even here anymore. And then he forced his um, way out. And then beyond that, <laughs> yeah, he forced his way out. Wrecked my 28th birthday. Thanks. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Everson Griffin, Lindell Joseph, Xavier Rhodes, the list goes on and on. They typically do these on the eve of training camp, which is why just the timing of it is a little um, precarious of why now that did he need to, you know, through sources announce that. But, um, you know, beyond that, like, a holdout does not help the case of Dalvin Cook at all because with the new CBA. So Article 8, Section 1B says that a player shall not receive an accrued season for any league year in which the player is under contract to a club in which he failed to report to the club's preseason training camp. So he's not going to accrue a season and he'd be a restricted free agent after 2020. That does him no good. That takes all of his leverage away. Um, so it's a weird situation, but as Adam, as Adam said in the, in the drop that you played, I mean, this is the storyline and we knew it would be like, I mean, realistically, we knew that this would be the thing going into training camp. And the one thing you'd be keeping an eye on because they locked Kirk cousin up, cousins up to the extension in free agency. Um, they had to let go of a lot of defensive pieces. So we knew there would be a turnover there. And then the next logical thing is, okay, well, what are you going to do with Dalvin cook? I feel like, Courtney, too, that, that from everything that you just uh, put together and putting the pieces of what's going on here, I feel like it's very simple. Dalvin Cook is getting awful advice here. And, and how on earth um, the Players Association, which is the worst in sports, it's just god-awful, it's embarrassing, how they agreed to the stipulation that you just read, when that is in this yeah. league leverage, I have no clue. But I think the answer to your question of why now is – Dalvin Cook's agent and and reps are giving him terrible advice because I just I don't see how coming out and saying this now and I actually don't see how holding out helps him because yes you could be Zeke you could sign on September fourth you could sign a massive contract and glory hallelujah it's fantastic guess what else you could be Melvin Gordon too so yeah I think absolutely it, and 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 last thing we are in the midst of a pandemic okay. I don't say that lightly. It's a pandemic. There are credible reports that the salary cap for 2021 could come down by as much as $40 million. I will then flip to the Viking side and say it would be damn irresponsible to sign a running back to a huge, lucrative salary cap eating contract 
if indeed you are fearful that the cap for 21 is going to come down, let's say, by 30 to 40 or more million dollars. Dalvin Cook, your timing sucks, buddy. Yeah, I mean, and you brought up a good point about the cap, Judd. Like, when you look at what it was supposed to go up to next year, I think people were estimating north of $200 million. Um, if yeah. we don't have fans in the stands and, you know, or if it's decreased to 40%, 20%, what have you, that's going to take a direct hit on what teams are allowed to spend next year. So they have to factor that in. They have to protect themselves. Um, the the whole idea here, like about the contract language or the CBA language, is really confusing because I wrote a piece on like a Dal- what a Dalvin Cook contract extension could look like in um, in March, like right before free agency, and that was right when Austin Eckler signed his deal. And I know a lot of people would think this is crazy, but at the time I kind of thought, hey, that's not a bad deal for like, I mean, Cook deservedly is a better, much better running back. I mean, just different caliber, but like in terms of what the running back value is seen across the league, um, yes, we saw a little bit of a spike from Todd Gurley to David Johnson uh, to, you know, Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, what's the bottom line there? All of those contracts have been criticized and critiqued, and they look terrible in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Christian McCaffrey. I don't think he's worth $16 million a year, even if you are 80% of the team's offense or whatever he was. Like, I just, you know, it's very clear, and like Adam had reported that, you know, the, the Vikings are very much, they believe in Kirk Cousins because they gave him that deal. They also kind of, um, you know, they could concede that even if they didn't have Dalvin Cook this year, I mean, it hurts Dalvin to sit out more than it hurts the Vikings. I mean, in the worst case scenario, you run with Alexander Madison and a committee of backs with Amir Abdullah and Mike Boone. Um, None of those guys are Dalvin Cook. Like, let's not sugarcoat it. Dalvin is a very special player. Um, He makes Kirk Cousins' life a lot easier. But the Vikings are built for 2021 and beyond. Like, they are not in a position where – They have to win in 2020. I mean, they have a brand new wide receiver to replace Stephon Diggs, an entire new group of cornerbacks. Like it's almost kind of like they're setting themselves up to say like, yeah, if we do, if we do well this year, if we make the playoffs, it's gravy. But like 2021 is kind of when you put your feet to the fire because of the way that the team has been built. So if Dalvin doesn't want to show up and if he doesn't want to play for the Vikings in 2020 without a contract, I think that the Vikings could force their hand and be like, okay, just like you mentioned, Judd, the Melvin Gordon situation, how'd that work out? Like it's not, it's not as cut and dry of, you know, you hold out, you'll eventually get what you want. Like, and I am a firm believer though. And I tweeted this and I reported this in speaking with people on both sides. Um, I certainly think something's going to get done. You know what negotiations are? I give you a high figure, I get lowballed. I come back with something else, I get lowballed again. You meet in the middle. It's not like this has to get done right away, and it's not like the first offer that's on the table is the one that you take. Like that's the art of the negotiation. It's very simple. Um, and I just think that we're going to eventually get there. It's just it's not going to happen anytime in the next. I wouldn't anticipate before like the eve of training camp, like I mentioned. So this is, uh, there's another interesting angle here, I think, that that we should account for. And it, it sort of piggybacks off what Judd brought up. If, if Ian Rappaport's report about $40 million off the salary cap, if that, let, let's say the Vikings and other teams are all looking at a drastic reduction in salary cap, then obviously you have to be more mindful about the contracts that you're signing. But what I would want to know is, are the Vikings, by entering contract negotiations with Dalvin Cook are they bidding against themselves when we're talking about 13 to 16 million dollars which is you know what the top tier of running backs make 
And I'll give you, I am not comparing Dalvin Cook to Andrew Wiggins by any stretch of the imagination other than the negotiating process. The Timberwolves, rather than letting Andrew Wiggins go out in restricted free agency at the time and see what other teams would pay for him, they decided, let's just lock him up you know, six months beforehand and or whatever it was, eight months beforehand, and we're going to pay him a max contract, and, and obviously they regretted that deal. I would want to know right now, based on Dalvin Cook's injury history, based on his position, based on the, the cap maybe coming down, if he was an unrestricted free agent right now today, like on June 9th, 2020, would another team give him $13, $15, 16000000 million, or would it be more like 8 or $9 million? Are you bidding against yourself when you're talking about like a $13 million annual uh, average value, or... Is that what he would be getting? Do you have any idea? Like if he were to hit, I know this is complete reckless speculation right now, but if he were to hit the open market right now, would another team offer him $13 million a year? Do you think? I'm not sure if other teams would. I just, you'd have to kind of look at the situation there. I mean, I do know that I think the Vikings would very much be in that ballpark and are willing to go to that ballpark. And by the time this is all said and done, assuming there isn't more, you know, backbiting back and forth stuff that we've kind of seen. Um, I think he will be a $13 million a year running back. I think he's deserving of that. I mean, David Johnson, that contract looks terrible um, given, you know, just how things transpired for him after the, he signed at the injuries, he signed it coming off injury and then all that other stuff. And then the way that, you know, they kind of conceded that they were a back by committee team last year um, who knows? I mean, Bill O'Brien clearly sees something in him, and I guess that you know he's uh, without DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson's going to have to earn that thirteen million dollars a year in that offense next year. But anyways, um, I think that that's the value for someone like Cook. But you bring up good points, Phil, that he hasn't played a fully healthy season. Now you can argue, and I've written this. Like, think about the time when um, Zeke signed his extension. Think about the time that Adrian Peterson signed his extension. The Vikings did this um, not that long ago. Like, you know, however many years ago when it was like 2010, so 10 years ago, they signed Adrian to that mega extension, which, of course, um, you know, ended up becoming, uh, they had to, like, restructure it at certain points and, and all that. But, like, where Dalvin Cook is right now in terms of his body and the wear and tear and the touches that, you know, he's accrued over three seasons. Like Todd Gurley was way beyond um, where Dalvin is. Adrian was way beyond where Dalvin is in terms of the mileage. And and that's important when you're a team thinking about, okay, like, you know, it's just, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like think about it this way. So like neither Gurley nor Le'Veon Bell had a thousand yards rushing um last season and that was after both of them signed absurd contracts that made them the number two it was Elliot and then number number three uh you know the time is obviously one and two is before McCaffrey got his deal but like you know they got these big deals and then it didn't pan out right away like I think the Vikings are certainly doing their due diligence to realize that yeah Dalvin you have less mileage on your body and we can expect that you know the best is yet to come but you're hedging a lot on that. I'm sorry. Like, you, you can't deny that there is an injury history there, that he's gotten banged up. Yes, he does have less wear and tear on him in terms of, like, the gameplay and, you know, all the touches and the stats and that you can anticipate, okay, well, because of that, he's going to be this much better going forward. But it's still um, – I think that's just a lot of guessing work there that, like, you could, you could predict that, okay, it will be worth the money by that point. 
Speaking of guessing, Courtney Cronin, I got a question for you. What is your theory, as we have this discussion in June, what's your theory about the direction of this franchise? Because I agree, this team felt this team feels like there's been a definite pivot towards, okay, we'd like to be pretty good in 2020, but this whole thing in their mind is going to take off in 21. The only comeback to th- those of us who think that is, yeah, but the GM and coach haven't signed contract extensions yet, and yeah. so they're going to be entering a lame duck, and, you know, let's say, God forbid for them, it falls apart in 20, and now are they out? What do you think they're doing exactly as far as the philosophy of where they're going from from the Wilfs perspective? Well, I think if you look at the draft, Judd, and, and kind of how, you know, Rick Spielman does some pretty amazing things when his back is against the wall. He had to nail that draft, and I think he did. I mean, I gave him an A minus grade, um, and I know that, you know, most everybody considered them Baltimore uh, teams like that among like the biggest winners in the draft this year. So I think Spielman, who does not have an extension yet, but I feel like he's kind of solidified himself, but like I did the best that I could with all of the stuff that went on, you know, with trading Stefan Diggs, getting a humongous haul of draft capital, the whole, um, whole gamut. But, you know, he did what he needed to do to prove that he deserves an extension. Now, Mike Zimmer, it's kind of like, well, you need to take all the talent that they just got and rework your defense, and then we'll, you know, we'll see. I mean, I still anticipate, like, it's so it's so not normal for coaches and GMs to go into lame duck years, so I feel like something's going to happen before the offseason ends, that Zimmer will get a contract extension, whether it's one year, um, you know, whenever it happens, I just feel like that's kind of where this thing is trending, but you know, you could also look at the whole situation and think, hey, well, maybe they just want to, like, let it play out and be like, you actually have to prove it this year before we give you something like that. I mean, they've had stability under Zimmer. Um, they made the playoffs three times. Like, they got as far as the NFC Championship game. The money shows you that they believe in Kirk Cousins. Like, you could have let him ride this thing out, and if you really yeah. didn't think that he was going to be the piece of the piece that was going to get you over the hump to a Super Bowl, then you let him walk after 2020, after this season. I mean, he had another year left on his contract. They didn't necessarily have to. I mean, unless they really think that if he had a good season or even a decent season, that he'd price themselves out of himself out of what they could afford next year. But that's the backing. I mean, you know, money talks. And what the money's saying is they believe in their quarterback. Um, so, I mean, that's a lot for a GM and a head coach to kind of hedge on when, you know, things have been, it kind of feels like a, you know, a a straw house a little bit. Like there's just not a whole ton of foundation. That's very strong. Um, Cause one week is, you know, it's like, it's an, it's like an emotional roller coaster with this team and covering them. Like one week, the sky's falling and then the next week Kirk's okay. And he can win a primetime game. Like, you know, so I think that what that means for Mike Zimmer and and Rick Spielman is maybe the Wolves are going to let this thing ride out and just kind of make them earn it before, you know, when they would typically give an extension, but it just feels like given the history and those two have had their contracts linked up, um, you know, in, in, in lockstep since they've both been here, that something will eventually get done. It's just a matter of, of when, because like you said, Judd too, at the, there was, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I know people seem to have forgotten that because of recent events yeah. and because it's warm outside, yep. but like, you know, the pandemic has pushed back a lot of things. Not a single member of the draft class has been signed yet. Like, there is, there's no reason to believe that, like, you know, they're just sitting there, like, 
you know, twiddling their thumbs. Like they've kind of been in a, in a period, you know, when everybody's been working remotely, um, they haven't had a chance to really like dive into this stuff from my understanding, like they're not in any rush. So they're going on their own timetable. That is Courtney Cronin, our friend from ESPN.com, covers the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, whenever here's the rule of thumb with the Vikings. Whenever it feels like things have been a little too quiet, something's always around the corner. And that's what happened <laughs> with the Dalvin Cook news yesterday. Uh, Courtney, as we as we sort of figure this thing out here at Score North and Purple Daily, we'll definitely uh, circle back up with you sometime soon. And we appreciate your insight. Bye, Courtney. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Uh, follow Courtney. Twitter, Instagram, she does a great job covering the Minnesota Vikings. You know what? She's right. The The Eckler contract, which I don't think the Cook people will take, is perfect. Four years, uh, $24.5 million, yeah. uh, base, base salaries of, now in 2020, it's only 1.5, but then it goes up in 21 to 4.3, in 2022 to 5, and in 2023 at his age 28 season for Eckler, it goes up to 5.8. I mean, like they won't take that, but that's the con- she's right. That's a contract. Yeah, like that's like, a, I do that contract. Me too, absolutely. But the, but Tomorrow. it sounds like they're gonna. It sounds like if it gets done, it's gonna be closer to ten plus million dollars, which I just, just feels like I need to know more about what the cap's gonna be. I just need to know. I need to know. Are you is, is Ian Rapoport? Are they shaving forty million dollars off the cap for next year? Because if so, it would be a horrible mistake to sign Dalvin Cook. To a top five running back contract. If he played cornerback, if he played left tackle, there are certain positions at which I'd probably say, screw it, I'll just do it. I hate it, but I'll do it. Yeah. Um, But I'm sorry, man. It's the position. It's not the guy. He's a hell of a player. But unfortunately for him, he he plays first base. Like, if I had a choice between Dalvin Cook at thirteen million or Alex Madison, who I think is a very good running back at one or two million, it is a it's a it's a no brainer. If you if you're asking me right now at this moment, yeah. And I have to project that the cap might come down. So uh, we appreciate you all watching and listening to Purple Daily, Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com, and also youtube.com slash score north. Thanks to Courtney for joining us. We'll see you next time on Purple Daily. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.